This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The Gauteng Provincial Government brings you this global business solution feature. Hashtag GP plug. Hashtag growing Gauteng together. Right, let's get the plug with Matupane Masha, the Director for Inclusive Economy in the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. And Dr. Masha, good morning. Hello. Hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah, hi, good morning, how are you, brother? I'm fine, thank you. I'm like, hey, how are you going to give us the plug if you can't plug into Power 98.7? Yeah, I'm plugged in, uh, but I think there was uh, something there, but yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm okay, here. it's uh, great. And it's great to be talking to you again. So today we're going to focus on the retail program why yeah because so the township retail uh, really is the it's 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 at the heart uh, bit of the township economy it it creates a township ecosystem in many respects because a lot of the things that we're doing in the township uh, at some stage whether you're producing stuff must find some sort of a retail outlet whether physical or electronic uh to be sold um and and so so pretty much, I suppose, um, the, the, the township Britain really drives a lot of very change in terms of opportunities, uh, whether it's creating jobs in the township, but also stimulating local production, uh, but, but also, also changing really the look and feel of our townships in terms of uh, um, where we locate uh, uh, certain um, you know, opportunities for young people as well. So before we have a, a conversation about the program, I want to read you... It's just a slightly provocative tweet from Piwe Mashiani. Yes. And he says, since townships are apartheid concentration camps, does that mean that the current uh, government can only refurbish these sorry pieces of land by keeping Africans exactly where they've been placed and then just compensating them with malls owned by people who don't even live there? So that is why, uh, a very good quote, uh, thanks for that, Elrato. So that is why it is very important that um, we, we reposition townships in a place where people can actually live, work, and, and play there as well. So, so part of the restitching of the township includes also investment in economic infrastructure, but also enabling enhance what already exists in the, in the townships. So, so for example, if you look at a township retail, you already have um, areas in the townships that are um, sort of designated for retail, um, but over the last few years, uh, some of those areas have closed or because of lack of more structured support, but also because of lack of uh, networks around, uh, between people that are in that space in the township, you find that the outside that will come and basically start owning up that space. So part of this really is to try and, and make sure that that space is reclaimed but also we, we, we enable people to design programs that will actually address their most mm. uh, pressing issues. Um, and if you look at Township Britain, the biggest issue there for, 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 for which we, we, when we engage with the, with the guys in the space, one is that they're not able to compete in terms of price because they can't bulk buy because they, can't, they don't have uh, systems to be able to order this. Yeah. So part of the support program actually addresses the most basic things that these guys need. Mm to be able to own these spaces uh, around the townships as well. Okay, so it's about the capacity to set up shop, and then what about scaling up shop? 
Yeah, so so our model, our model, how we we structured the model is that we we've 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 said that we know that as individual uh, entities, uh, people in the townships will not be able to scale up, both in terms of impact, but also in terms of uh, growth. Yeah. So we have, uh, part of the program, well, the program is to create an ecosystem that enables, uh, you know, enhances the relationships and networks uh, between and among people that are in this space. Yeah. So we, we currently, uh, for example, um, have about 20,000 uh, shop owners mm. and also guys that are doing different things in the township that are affiliated to the program. Uh, so meaning that if you are a rato from Tinville and mm. you're manufacturing a particular product, mm. once it meets the standard in terms of the, the basket of a township uh, a shop, yeah. you can basically potentially start selling to uh, 20,000 uh, uh, stores or through 20,000 stores. Which at the moment is, is not always possible because a lot of the of the uh, products that we find in the township, which we really buy, I mean, over the weekend, whenever people are in the township, they come for the township products. Yeah. But you can't really find them in your mainstream stores. So part of this is to make sure that we create scale in terms of the, of the broader capacity around enhancing productive capacity, but also enabling networks for, for and creating support, support networks within the, the, the township itself. So a simple, a simple thing, the thing that comes to my mind, stuff that you'd find in the township. So it's about saying, package it well, make more than 100 each morning, and let's put them in other retail spaces so that people who may not be in Pimville can access that from elsewhere. Definitely. Um, but we also will we'll look at, uh, for example, there are products that are everywhere, like in all the townships, you've got local guys that are, that are making this. So you, you enable those at that level. Um, but the, the, the product you just mentioned, for example, there's a guy in, in Katong who's manufacturing Macheu, but he calls it Cheu. Mm. Um, and it's one of those products that are, in, in, for example, we, we currently are sourcing as part of the broader township economy, I mean, township retail. Mm. And, 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 and um, all of a sudden, instead of just supplying guys around First Lura, Tatlaon, and Chaboza, you pretty much have the broader market from there right up to Hamanskral, Harangua, and okay. all of that. And, and part of the, because in areas where we've got uh, this cluster of SMEs, Mm. We'll have a local distribution center. So, so you don't have to take this thing and take it to Hamanskra. Mm. You sell it through, through to the no, local DC. Yeah. And the local DC, because the, the, the payment system and the technology is integrated through this program, okay. we are able to actually uh, uh, help you in terms of supplying to the other areas as well. So, so you almost create an, a centralized uh, wholesaler, warehouse, distribution and payment network. Yes, that, that is part of the solution because... Um, as individual entities, they are not able to do that on their own. And part of um, helping them to leverage on, on pricing and market opportunities, we create that uh, uh, system for, for, uh, okay. as part of the program as well. Okay, so the entrepreneur just focuses on making what they, what they are meant to make to the best possible quality. You sort of will do the rest. You'll get it to market. Yes, um, but also part of the support, I think, includes also... Um, um, uh, testing some of the products. Um, for example, I think in, in, in the next week we're going to be launching one DC in Katong. Um, and some of the products they uh, have been, uh, the, the guys that are manufacturing those, yeah. have been assisted. We've taken them to some of the entities that do that work to help them in terms of, for example, how do you handle, um, you know, how do you mix this product, mm. how do you handle, how do you, and all of those basic things. 
so that when we really get this into market, we have at least a, a, a high level of quality mm. uh, because we, we really want to make sure that um, anything that is associated mm. with the township and how we deliver yeah. is really top-notch. Well. High value. You know what? Yeah. I want us to expand on this high-value retail in a moment because, you know, it's just about tweaking things. Um, packaging, look, feel. Um, mm. Just giving it that finesse. Uh, we're in conversation with Matobana of Masha, uh, the Director for Inclusive Economy in the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. Now you plug. South Africa is ranked as a top location for global business services worldwide, including call centers, data annotation, technical support, and back and front office services for South African companies and major multinationals. The townships in Gauteng have been labeled best place to activate and provide hybrid work from home and on-site global business services to clients across the globe. Through the Gauteng Township Economic Development Act, the provincial government is paving the way to position Gauteng's townships as the preferred hub for data annotation services. Partner with Gauteng in implementing the Gauteng Township Economic Development Act and making ours a smart province. Email gdedinquiries at gauteng.gov.za. Thought-provoking conversations with Liratombele. 9 a.m. to midday. So high-value goods, Matopana Masha, Director for Inclusive Economy in the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. What are we talking about here? I mean, I use the simple, very basic example of Maguena because, you know, you can't find them anywhere else but in the township. People may try to make it in their kitchens there in Santon, but the real deal is there. Now, the issue is how do we transition Maguena from something get, that gets given to you in a paper bag to, you know, something that is akin to a croissant or a macaroon that people will mm-hmm. be willing to pay for, 30 rands a piece. Yeah, so, so that's part of the work that we're doing. For example, some of the guys that are, uh, are manufacturing bread, for example, yeah. uh, you'll find that at the moment what they will do is just to put a plain, in terms of uh, uh, you know, um, how they package that, yeah. they will just put in like the, like the normal plain plastic that they will put on some bread. And as a result, it creates a bit of because if, if you if there is no list of ingredients that are there, some of the health considerations, uh, you may have a problem in terms of attracting uh, the next layer of clientele because these guys want to see what are you actually putting in this bread, how you make it a bit and 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 the brandy. So so part of it is exactly that. So so some of these products that I've mentioned, like Macheu, um, uh, there's another um, guy who's manufacturing yogurt in the township, mm. nicely packaged. Um, and, and, and actually, uh, also with a story around how these products um, came to be, but also, you know, being able to, 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 to package them in such a way that yeah. you can be able to supply different uh, um, Atlantis. For example, um, um, it, 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 it shouldn't be given that uh, um, a, a, a should be a particular size, but one that means a smaller size that they can just mm. be during lunch time or on all of those things. So, so we, we are beginning to see those. Mm. It's the biggest is uh, in 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 the work we're doing in the township is a beauty product. I think yeah. these guys have done a lot of uh, brilliant work in terms of packaging the product, but also creating uh, spaces where people can actually come and experience some of the product um, and before you can even buy it. Like you can sort of take the salt, uh, put them in your feed in some water. So so we're beginning to see that um, uh, also beginning to to you know grow in our township uh, uh, spaces as well. So we are literally less than a minute before we go to the news, but there's something I'd like you to consider uh, when we come back, Matopana Mashe, um, is for township entrepreneurs to produce on scale. 
you know, you mentioned tapping them into a network of 20,000 other entrepreneurs that can either enhance their product placement, brand placement, or work with them and create additional channels for sales. For them to, to get to that point, they need manufacturing capacity. And so I don't know how many township entrepreneurs are producing their clothes, their food. Um, is it something that's being done in a back room or a small rented space? But manufacturing capacity becomes a very critical thing. In as much as you've emphasized health and standards, safety standards, it's the space to do this. It's the machines to do this. It's the rental, affordable rental space to do this. And those factories also have to be in proximity to the market. There's no point somebody going all the way downtown to Doranfontein to rent a factory space and then say, I am part of the township economy because technically they're not. So please just think about those things when we come back after the news. Great. Thank you. The Gauteng Provincial Government brings you this global business solution feature. Hashtag GP plug, hashtag growing Gauteng together. I love the idea of growing Gauteng together and not forgetting the townships, you know. The historical reason why they are set up abhorrent, but we can change that narrative. We can change um, that initial intended purpose and uh, turn the negative into the positive. And that's essentially what the Gauteng Department of Economic Development is trying to do. And having said that, you know, there is so much dynamism, uh, Matupana Masha, in the township, so much so that people who've even left the townships, they keep going back for entertainment, for food, uh, for a car wash. But, you know, you don't have a bucket and water in your house. You've got to go drive all the way to the township to get it done. Yeah, because there's, there's an energy that is palpable when you get there. Yes. No, definitely. Um but also what we've seen, um, uh, Rato, is, is the, obviously the emergence of the beauty uh, industry as well, which enhances that experience. So, mm. so when you're going to the car wash and there's a shisanyama there, uh, you can also try uh, uh, do your, <laughs> your manicure, pedicure there, and even your hair, um, and also, you know, <laughs> paint on other things around there. So, so what we're seeing is that we're beginning to see a cluster of activities uh, um, in the township that really enhances the experience as well. Uh, and also, I think part of the work that we're doing uh, includes also in areas that are under service where we may need, for example, uh, to enhance uh, connectivity through broadband uh, infrastructure rollouts. So we're looking at those as well as part of the bigger uh, township mm. program as well. And what you also, you know, when you use this example of the beauty industry, what you're saying is... Um, you know, Balisa's beauty doesn't just have to be a shop where people come and get their hair done. Balisa's beauty could also be the launching of a hair care, Balisa hair, uh, Balisa makeup, Balisa nail polish, which if packaged beautifully can transition just that store and start to be something that can be sold online or even in other retail spaces in the big malls. That's what you're talking about. Yes. But also what we've seen with the creativity, energy, as you're saying, some of these areas, uh, beauty parlors, um, uh, have also extended services, like um, someone who now suddenly they, 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 then they also provide pick-up pick and drop-off points for puzzles. So if you're in the township, for example, uh, you know definitely uh, anyone can move goods into, into, into the area, mm. uh, but you know where you can actually pick it up. So they are beginning. So that creativity is is really um, uh, quite uh, you know energizing, if mm. I put it that way. 
for us. And, and that's what we, we, we are latching on in terms of enabling uh, and enhancing that uh, um, uh, impact as well. Okay, so we spoke about producing on scale, you know, because I can make 30 hair food jars, but 3,000 hair food jars require something else. It requires machinery, boxing, a few extra hands. And so this is where young entrepreneurs are challenged because for them to create manufacturing spaces, exclusive manufacturing spaces they have to rent out a place and township rents are not actually cheap contrary to popular belief yes i think that it's it's one area that is uh, sort of a big challenge and a big opportunity as well so one is that um we do have pockets of properties in and around towns but obviously not at the scale that we will sort of mm. prefer we do have properties and pieces of land in our townships that we have identified that are owned by government. Mm. And we want to reposition uh, these young uh, people, uh, obviously giving them space that they can actually use to produce or to provide their services. Um, so, 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 but what we know also is that a lot of these guys may not necessarily need uh, big, uh, extremely big, they may need to be uh, access certain services. That enables them to retain their licenses and they can be able to be able to meet standards around mm. health and, and all of that. Mm. So, so one of that is that obviously what we are, we are looking at is creating uh, uh, spaces that can be shared by different uh, entities so that they can actually be able to share rental, for example, uh, and be able to minimize the cost of running or producing mm. uh, whatever they're producing. But also what we, as government, uh, we also have the old industrial parks in our townships. I'm sure you know the one more Orlando there. Um, which most of them are not necessarily fully utilized. Mm. Uh, so we're engaging, I think, with, with, the, with, the, with, with, with the owners of these properties for us to be able to sort of refurbish those and mm. position those as spaces where people can actually right. um, produce as well. So, so, but we are also looking at uh, alternative uh, technology or material, like, for example, your, in areas where you, you may have a nice container that is packaged properly yeah. um, and can be able to actually create... Um, the same, give you the same conditions that you mm. will in a bigger factory elsewhere. Okay. Um, and, and, and you still are able to, to, to produce and, and also maintain your, mm. your license as well. So Salwin says, um, Lerato, it's more expensive to set up a business in a township because most of the spaces are owned by people who don't live there, even white businesses. And the monthly rents are exorbitant as they try to recover their costs. And so... You really want to talk about rezoning for business. Uh, the processes are complex. So first and foremost, do non-Soweto residents own retail spaces and warehouses in Soweto um, that are then charging high rents? And is that one of the issues you should not be you should be considering? Yeah, well, we, we do have the, the, those um, in, uh, examples where you may find that. Um the, 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 the current owners of properties, which, which happens to be local people, are charging. For example, some of the, of the original owners of the spaza shops, as mm. we know, have also rented them you know, over to other people uh, mm. in the township as well. So that is, why, that is why our model really we insist on creating a, a strong network, because then and in, in addressing these situations, we can then be able to do a, a wholesale kind of a, a program where we're able to address but. What we are saying also is that in instances where, for example, we've got properties that are available, instead of just availing one property for one person, yeah. we are able to actually establish the space that you need so that we can accommodate more than one person there, or maybe 10, 
and as 10 they're able to actually share rental and and we've seen it working elsewhere where with the core core space uh, model where uh, you just need really around 200 square meters for you to be able to set up your machines and produce your mm. your, your beauty products and someone else can set up next door if as long as it's in the same sector and you're able to to make sure that um, it, you don't violate, violate any health standards. Right. So, so those for us are the solutions that we're looking at, Gerardo. You've really emphasized this issue of health and safety standards. You've said it almost in every answer. So it's clear to me that it is fundamental for you. It's a real priority. So if people work through the system that you've created, the space you, you provide, um, the checks and balances you provide, then can you assure that at the end the product will meet those quality standards versus somebody finding their own space to make their own product and then have to undergo various checks and balances for certification and SABS approval? Is it better to do it under your umbrella? Yeah, yeah so we've created a network. I mean, we've got entities that are, because these are different products. So you may find that someone who's... Uh, uh, for example, baking bread may need a, a, a different process. So we've got uh, multiple entities that are authorities in those space in terms of he- helping, for example, in terms of handling of, of food or different things. So even in the process of setting up your facility, so this because it's part of the whole program delivery. So those solutions are already integrated in the, in, in the whole uh, delivery uh, model as well. So yes, to a large extent, but it obviously... Uh, people can always go elsewhere and find uh, different solutions um, around, for example, testing of products or certifying of products. But in terms of the, the current retail model that we're, that we're implementing, we do provide support for, for product guys that have, for example, I mean, even today, early in the morning, we engage in someone who's got a millimil. Uh, it's not tested. It's a good product. Uh, so part of what we will do for them is to help them actually put that, that through a, a process of testing and supporting products. The, by the time the product is actually sold, it's tested. Mm. Uh, but also part of the, the whole um, uh, township retail program mm. include infrastructure support as well in terms of how you how you actually set up a facility to comply. Because sometimes mm. it's not even about um, the quality of your product; it's, it's, it's how you set up yourself. Mm. So those technical advice we already provide to. Um, uh, our economies that are in this okay. program already. Yeah. So tell us what infrastructure support looks like. What does compliance mean in this sense? When you say your product may be good, but where you set it up, was that the right place? Tell us what you're looking for. So, so part of the support includes, so we work with municipalities. So part of the, of the issues around bylaws, we work with municipalities in terms of delivery of uh, uh, this program. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, um, um, some of the of the old stores in the township were not necessarily put where they were owned by municipality. Yeah. So part of the uh, support is to make sure that we help uh, the owners of these stores to comply in terms of other, other, other issues, including zoning, zoning requirements, uh, because for us, we really obviously start supporting you in, the, in terms of the investment phase. We need to make sure that uh, already you are, you are compliant as well. But also in terms of the look and feel. So in instances where, for example, we're supporting a store owner, yeah. uh, so we'll look at things like uh, um, uh, putting proper shelving in your store, uh, putting uh, repainting, refurbishing the whole store, uh, making sure that you have, uh, you know, basically the whole setup around the, the, the store uh, is it, 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 proper, but also aligns with the conditions in terms of the rezoning. Um, and then we also provide, with your, for example, your technology infrastructure around mm-hmm. payment systems also. Uh, uh, so, so, but but uh, that is mainly at the level of retail. 
So when you find someone who is manufacturing products, of course, part of our support is to make sure that we find you producing this product in, in, in your backyard and it meets, uh, it, it's a good product. We help you with certification and we take you out of that backyard into a space that uh, you can be able to actually produce uh, properly as well. Okay. So that is part of the infrastructure support that we provide to the guys that are that are already in the program still on the infrastructure one i want to talk about the digitalization because that's a huge um pillar of the work that is being done right now with the uh, Gauteng township economic development act as well and the issue is this so i i think you've heard us running the promotion for the launch of the ai hub at uj and tut and we know that digitalization and AI are the things that are going to be powering back office systems. So the computer to, um, to collate the data that you need, who are your customers, what do they want, uh, the payment systems, um, you know, the quick customer engagement. You know, when somebody says, I just bought something, but I need to return it, how do I do it? So that that thing happens quickly. That's, that's an AI solution. And within the context of the digital infrastructure you're setting up, what's the support infrastructure-wise for the retail networks? So, so we're looking at, so where we've got a cluster of uh, retailers, uh, for example, so part of, part of our, the partnerships that we have are, are the telcos as well, that yeah. we work with here. Uh, so you, you may find that in actually in some townships, we do have infrastructure like broadband fiber, yeah. but it's actually not, co- the, 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 it's not connecting anyone. So, for example, you may find that in Alex, we have that, hmm. but basically the infrastructure is just crossing from one end of Alex to, to re- reaching other areas that are considered to be commercially viable. So part of the partnerships now is to make sure that in, in the townships that are under service, hmm. for example, we help uh, with broadband infrastructure, we activate where we've got infrastructure, we activate and we're able to connect. So, so a, a lot of these shops that we, or these stores and the, the, uh, the retailers in the townships that we are supporting, mm. um, we'll, we, we are looking at, we are, we'll, we'll assess, for example, what is the infrastructure that is available in that area. If it's fiber, we, we are able to help you connect as well. So a lot of the 20,000 stores that I spoke about already, we, we have a solution around how we're going to help them um, connect to infrastructure, I mean, to broadband infrastructure but also provide certain additional services that technology enables them to do. Uh, for example, the uh, connected the stores to last mile delivery, as an example. So, and, and these are solutions that we already have in the township. So if you look at the guys that already have platforms in the township, tech platforms like your, your KCD and so forth, already they are, they are doing, they're facilitating movement of goods in between people or between townships. Uh, and those are people who are, that we are basically integrating to enhance the greater impact around, around the, what we are doing. But definitely, uh, that is one, one area that uh, instead of uh, now seeing, seeing yourself as a, as a person manufacturing this in the township, you really have the bigger, the, the whole world, the whole Africa, in terms of technology that enables you to do that. So, so for example, one, one of the guys we are supporting also, what they've done is to convert, uh, I'm not that old enough, Maybe I don't know the old uh, <laughs> internet, internet cafe, but what these guys have done, how did Zibi? What are you calling me a fossil? <laughs> so, so what, what they've done is to say, because already um, you have this and a bit of, uh, um, you know, uh, capital. So they are converting that into proper digital hubs where you can be able to do a lot of things um, other than just going there to print and send CDs around, which is a very important service in terms of uh, connecting our youth to information. But with the emergence of a smart, smart technology and smartphones, 
people are not using them as they did before. So we are beginning to see a shift of multiple use of those spaces. And this is driven by township people, uh, basically mm. saying, okay. instead of just basically being in Tense Cafe, what else can I bring in here so that right. I add uh, more services here and, and support the, the whole impact of the township economy? And very quickly, so you're referring to infrastructure. What about administrative support? Somebody is listening to you right now and saying, you know what, I've got a product, I want to rent a factory space, I want to use the system, but sure, apparently not all my affairs are in order. I don't know if I've registered my business properly, if the taxes are up to date, how I do it. Do you offer that kind of support? Yes. Um, so, so the whole delivery, of the, or delivery model of the program, so, so for example, when you become, say, I want to be, so we'll do an assessment and also uh, do a proper administrative uh, mapping of what you will require. Uh, because uh, remember, Lato, a lot of what we feel in, in this retail in terms of the pipeline is to make sure that we actually, in the process of supporting, we also de-risk you so that you can be able to access uh, more support other than what we can be able to provide. And if you look at the banks, for example, banks will look for issues like your record over time. Some of the guys, when we, they started working up, they, didn't, they were not even doing that. So, mm-hmm. so the part of administrative support uh, will also provide that. Um, we do work with a, 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 through our partnerships with some LAT, uh, with a firm of local um, chartered accountants that are basically helping in terms of making sure that, uh, you know, uh, uh, you've got all, all the ducks in a row in terms of com- as, as far as compliance is concerned, uh, but also you, you, you're able to keep... Re- so, so, so the whole administrative support, basically, and the back-end support for each uh, SMME that is part of the program, so that uh, we are able to de-risk you. If you need funding to expand your business, we can be able to easily package that and, and provide that as part of your support also. Okay. We're in conversation with Mato Banamasha, the Director for Inclusive Economy in Gauteng. When we come back, Mpo and Hamlet. Getting you what you need to know. Power Talk. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on Power 98.7. All right, we're talking retail programs for the township as part of Global Business Solutions and identifying uh, entrepreneurs who can create products of high value, well-packaged, properly checked, um, to a wider network of um, buyers and also perhaps additional suppliers in conversation with Matopana Masha, Director for Inclusive Economy in the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. Hamlet, you'd like to ask something. Yes, uh, thank you, Elorato, and your guest. Yes, Rab, I think uh, the Yes, we're listening. The factory and the you need a proper, you know, um, uh, infrastructure that goes with it. Because of, I mean, uh, for instance, I mean, uh, the issue of, 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 of security, the issue of power, the issue of infrastructure, because in terms of energy, particularly electricity, is quite, quite huge. And I would suggest I, I'm going to ask you to start again because your line keeps dipping in and out. And so we're not really hearing anything that you're saying. Uh, let's go to Mpo and then uh, hopefully you can just find a corner where the network is better about Hamlet. Mpo, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to Masha and to the listeners of Power FM. Yes, sir. I, I think we, sh- we should say Masha has given us some good feedback of what's happening and, and it's appreciated. Uh, truly that the township it could do better than what we, we have now. I think, mm-hmm. as you said, historically, they were meant for, for sleeping. 
but it can actually wake up to be something else. And, and I think there's a case study across the continent where mm. local people just emerge. It will be good to see what's happening in Uganda, where ordinary people in their own corners sell and exchange things. And, and so the local people's economy just doing well. What I think, Masha, I want to add, which I would have spoken to you about it, is that we need to give attention to to what we call township, um, what we call colored townships and Indian townships, so that this scarcity should not only be the historical black townships, so we should spread and, and make it a, a, a provincial-wide project uh, support, not not only for for the metros, but even areas as far as Kalkenville, Merafum. Mm. Or and, and Rado Park. Those mm. things must teach, teach those people also because sometimes government, as, as it reports, you could only hear that it talks about metros and, mm. and little is done to small spots. So it should spread across the province and, and the, the people of the province must have uh, equal benefit. And actually, there must be better attention mm. to those who are far poorer. Mm. Okay. okay, so spreading uh, spreading the opportunity is also about de-risking these opportunities is what Ndatempo was saying. Hamlet, good morning. I was saying, Lerato, you know, talk up, you, you mentioned that, uh, you know, we might not have areas in the township where you can put, I mean, uh, mm. highly, you know, high-level Manufacturing infrastructure. Mm. Infrastructure. I agree with you. I'm from Mamelodi, and I've got a paint manufacturing business purely because the location, good networks, and then and, and and my target market as well. And, and and I'm saying that we need to get to a point where can say that on what we are produced in in the township and in the I mean uh, 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 the surrounding areas, block I mean uh, markets and uh, and quantify that we would say to, to whether it's hardware and this big retail change, so say 30% on your pro, of your procurement, can, can it come from this uh, local supplier? I tell you, I, I hear your case, he's saying, but I've got a different story. I've been in this business for the past five years and I can tell you now, um, most of the hardware, I mean, I'm not even in there. I mean, only this year, the builder's warehouse, uh, you know, open the door, but it's after a very laborious process because of shelf space there. It, it, it's closed. It's, it, it's locked by your big monopolies. I mean, and there's no space for trends. And yes, I'm saying that there could be other retail chains that where we can participate, but you must participate in mainstream. Mm. Township economy remains white. And, and, and I'm saying that the developer plan to break down I mean, those barriers, and so that uh, we can allow as many people, mm. or maybe as, as many entrants okay. in, the, in the market as possible. Okay. But as it is now, it's still a big challenge. Okay. So, Ndate uh, Masha, it's about monopolies, breaking down monopolies, and even if you're creating a new market in the township, real scale means being able to sell outside of the township as well. And I think this also speaks to the idea of it's great to, to, to be focused on the bigger townships, of the and West Rand, uh, Hamanskral and the like, but what about outlying areas? Mm. Well, thanks, thanks uh, for those two questions, uh, Hamlet and and, uh, and Dempo. Mm. Yeah. So, 
So I think I think the the whole uh, township economy program. That is why um, Houghton government decided to legislate uh, so that we can basically be able to drive to basically have a framework within which we can drive this transformation. Mm. Also affirming provisions of other pieces of legislation like triple B. So so where we can begin to drive proper transformation in terms of the daily chain, but also uh, begin to build skills as described uh, by these uh, pieces of legislation as well. So, so I think, I think um, those, the point that Hamlet is making is quite a, a very important one. And, and this, 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 this legislation, for the first time in a long time, really, it does give an instrument to be able to target areas for certain interventions in the township. And hence, if you go to, to, to Mamelodi, you see that we, yes, um, we do have obviously big corporates that are there. If you look at the, the, the Tuane Special Economic Zone just around Mamelodi, but what it also does, it creates a spillover effect in terms of supply opportunities. So mm. all of a sudden, people in Mamelodi who are making holes and nuts can be able to actually start supplying some of the products and grow from, from where they are. But I, I, I do agree with Hamlet that we definitely have to fight this uh, monster called uh, you know, monopolies uh, right. in, our, in our economy. And, and of course, what we've said, I think uh, it, it's quite... So we are also in the townships are looking at what we call off-grid uh, micro-grids. Mm-hmm. Where, for example, we are creative because ESCOM definitely energy supply is a challenge for all of us. So when you put a cluster of businesses, we, we need alternative energy supply. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at those like off-grid uh, solutions, mm-hmm. as I'm saying, but also including hydrogen uh, solutions that we are already mm-hmm. talking about. And then, yes, our, our program actually is, is quite inclusive. If you look at the township enterprise zones that have been identified already, it includes what you call historically marginalized uh, mm-hmm. areas as well. Um, your Westbury, your Eldos, your okay. your Yesteras, and all of those, these areas that um, um, are, we already have programs that are, are running in these townships, so that we make sure that in creating the, uh, and developing our townships, mm. it, it's very inclusive, but also we we can actually create jobs in okay. those areas as well where. where where these people are. Mm. And then, Dr. Masha, one final question, and it's an unfortunate one, is that even with all these wonderful initiatives, but to like a crime, you set up a business and people come and sabotage you, crime. Uh, what are you doing about that? Are you speaking to the uh, police and, and other security authorities? Yeah, so we do have a, um, a war room on, on security war room in the province. Um, so, so we, but as you know, I'm sure you may have had the Premier recently announcing some of the initiatives, especially the technology that we're bringing to the fighting crime um, in our province. Mm. Uh, but, but in terms of the township, what, what we are doing as part of our transport and logistics is that we are, we are working on what we call uh, identifying logistics green routes that goes into the bigger or in our townships, where we are able to also uh, beef up security, provide uh, certain you know, um, uh, protection. Because, um, and that for us really... We're looking at enhancing, you know, the transport and logistics in and between the townships. Uh, so, so, so that is one area that is a, is a, mm. is a big concern, as you know, rather for, for all of us. And I think um, part of the, the approach around introducing technology into fighting crime, we believe it will really help us a lot. But our model also includes a lot of local ownership. So if you look at the township retail, we work largely through uh, township uh, chambers and business uh, mm. associations. And, and in instances where we really have uh, these associations, like if you look at the Katharas area, we hardly ever have uh, instances of crime you know, in the stores we are supporting. Mm. But it is, it is a problem that requires a much more comprehensive right. um, 
Yeah, in a solution as well. And then, unfortunately, there's just a question that's come through that I've seen. I'm not going to ask you to answer it. I hope in our session next week is when we're going to address this. Um, Selwyn says, you know, you spoke about the industrial park in Orlando, but right now it's occupied by Zimbabwean-owned businesses. So he's not saying they're illegal. He's just saying they're not people from the township. And that's another issue that's being of concern. Yes. No, yeah, no, definitely. I think, uh, as you say, you know, that we'll, we'll, we'll get into detail, I think, around some of those things and how those uh, have been resolved okay. um, and some of the of the solutions that are on the table. Okay. Thanks so much for that. Uh, Matopana Masha, Director for Inclusive Economy in the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. It's been our editorial brought to you by the Gauteng Department of Economic Development. Now you plug. This global business solution feature was brought to you by the Gauteng Provincial Government. Hashtag GP plug, hashtag growing Gauteng together. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.